Do you have difficulty recalling words or names of people you know you know? Is your thinking slower than it used to be, and it feels like you're walking through a pool of molasses every time you try to think a simple thought? Or do you have memory or decision problems, making it hard to complete your grocery list or make a decision between two options? If so, you have a lot of the common signs of brain fog. Brain fog is one of the top most common symptoms my clients deal with, and it is a total bear to have. Brain fog can happen to anyone under the right circumstances, but the problem with brain fog is when it becomes chronic and ongoing. What is brain fog? What causes it? And most importantly, how can you reverse it? On today's episode, I'm breaking down the five common causes of brain fog so you can break out of it and start thinking clearly again. Hey friend, welcome to the Better Belly Podcast. If you're currently trying endless supplements, doctor visits, and diet changes to heal your mystery symptoms, you are in the right place. We're here to solve the real root causes behind your gut, hormones, skin, sleep, and brain concerns, literally anything and everything in your body. My name is Allison Jordan. I'm a functional medicine practitioner that has supported over 150 clients just like you to heal problems that no one has been able to fix. You don't need a perfect diet or a random supplement you found on Instagram to heal. You need a proven system that heals your whole body from the inside out. That's what I'm here to share with you episode by episode. It's time to make health easy again. And just as a reminder, this information is not meant to diagnose, manage, or treat disease. Always consult with your own health practitioner before you make any changes to your health. All right, so this episode has been entirely inspired by the fact that brain fog is one of the most common symptoms that my clients have when they come to me. And even though a lot of our clients, their main, main focal concerns is somehow gut-related, brain fog is almost always involved. And so I wanted to just have not just today's episode, but next week episode as well, do a deep dive into brain fog so we can lay to rest once and for all. What is brain fog? Why does it come together with other problems like gut issues or hormone imbalance or skin issues? And what can you actually do about it? Can anything be done about it? At the beginning of this episode, I already listed out some of the common symptoms of brain fog, but just to go over them again, it's going to be problems like poor word recall, difficulty decision-making, especially just because like comparing two decisions or two options can, can feel really difficult or slow. You can have difficulty focusing and concentrating. Maybe this is making a grocery list, writing an email, paying attention to a conversation. It can also often feel like maybe your ADD or ADHD <laughs> because of that difficulty focusing and concentrating. You can have memory problems like walking into a room and not knowing what you're going to do next. Although technically that's a basically a brain glitch where we have sectioned out parts of our brain into different rooms or into, to literally stop and start at doorways. But it can be really significantly worse when there is brain fog, just remembering what you were going to do as you move room to room or space to space. You can just generally feel confused when you're listening to directions or reading something. And you can definitely feel like your thinking is slower. Like you just need to hear something twice or again, making decisions like what restaurant to eat at or what time do you have to be somewhere just feels like those mental calculations take longer. So 
again, to highlight, I said this at the beginning, brain fog can be situational, like sleep deprivation due to having a new baby, working a night shift, staying up late studying for exams. If you notice, those three all are kind of sleep related. Sleep has a huge impact on brain fog. Um, Traveling through the night to vacation spot, those are going to be really situational. But The problem is when brain fog is really ongoing and chronic. It doesn't matter how much you sleep. It doesn't matter how good your life is. Your brain just doesn't want to work. I do have a sleep-specific podcast episode that I wanted to mention here. If you are specifically struggling with sleep, maybe it's falling asleep, staying asleep, waking up in the middle of the night. I have episode 42, Six Secrets Your Sleep Can Tell You About Your Gut in the show notes, or you can just go to episode 42 in your podcast host and, or a podcast searcher where you, where you, where you listen to your podcast and search episode 42. It's going to be six secrets to your sleep can tell you about your gut and just go and listen to that there. And I do a great deep dive on sleep specifically, but brain fog and sleep problems can be separate. Maybe you sleep amazing, but you still feel fatigued and brain fog, which also will come together. Let's, let's now ask ourselves, what is brain fog? What's actually happening in the brain? Brain fog at the end of the day is brain, your neurons, the cells that make up your brain tissue are not working well. They're sick. They're dying. They're not getting rid of their, the toxins out of the cells, or maybe the, the sheaths. There's these things called myelin sheaths. They're a protective component and they actually help the cell fire and communicate to other cells. That myelin sheath might be being destroyed, damaged, or impaired somehow. And this all can lead to even potentially something as extreme as cell death. And that is where brain fog, that's what, where it comes from is your cells are not firing. They're not optimal. They're feeling sick and they, they can't function as well. You're going to have misfires, all those problems. And so the big question now is why are those cells dying or um, why are they not functioning well? Why is the myelin sheath getting broken up? And and there's not really going to be a test out there that tells you which problem your brain fog is made up of, but you can do testing that's going to tell you why those things are happen, happening or why your cells in your brain are not working as well. And this gets into the five common biological causes of brain fog. And I want to highlight the word biological because we're not talking about like stressors. Sometimes if we're really stressed, like a psychological thing, like our brains don't work as well, right? Like if you're really stressed over somebody's safety or, you know, being stuck in a hurricane or whatever, like there's, there's a chance, not only might there be adrenaline, but maybe you'll forget things. Your brain fog might be a case. So we're talking about biological things that is happening inside of your body that is leading your brain to work the way it is. So we're going to go through these five and then I'm going to tie them all together because even though they are technically five separate things that I'm going to list out here, they all impact each other. They rarely come alone. And so I'm going to give like, I'm going to share them all here. And then we're also going to talk about how they all impact each other and what you can do about it. So number one is going to be poor digestion probably not the first thing you were thinking of, but this poor digestion, digestion, I'm referring to our digestive process, particularly stomach acid, bile production, and pancreatic enzymes. These are the three concoction cocktail solutions we need to break down our food to get nutrients out of them. So 
it particularly protein and fat. If you cannot break down protein and fat because you have low stomach acid or low bile production, which is going to be liver or gallbladder, or low pancreatic enzymes or multiple of those things are low, then you're not going to be able to break down key food. You're not going to be able to get amino acids, which are protein structures from, from protein, meat or, or, or vegetables with protein in it. And that's going to make it hard for you to build neurotransmitters, build muscle. Um, the other thing that'll happen when you can't digest food is you're going to get extra inflammation in the gut because your bacteria are going to try to do the job of your digestive enzymes. So there's going to be a lot more bloating, slow motility. Um, you're, you're going to usually have some type of dysfunction or discomfort in the gut. And that dysfunction can lead to leaky gut where the gut lining gets damaged from just, a uh, enough inflammation and dysfunction being being close to it that that gut lining which is really so delicate ends up getting getting peeled away that leaky gut which is one of the reasons poor digestion gets put on here first, that leaky gut can then lead to something called leaky brain. Leaky gut is where things that are in the gut end up in the bloodstream that shouldn't be there because your gut is leaking things. It's like having your door open in your house and you're having guests come into the house that you didn't want in there, but you can't close the door because the door is not functioning, right? Um, the same thing will happen when all that inflammation ends up in your bloodstream, your blood goes everywhere, including your brain. And your brain does have this really intricate um, protective mechanism to keep out even more things than most of the rest of your body. But if that barrier between your blood and your brain starts to get chipped away, you're going to get symptoms of brain fog, let alone potentially other problems like mood problems, memory problems, um, focus problems, all, all of those things. Right. And so leaky brain, again, it's not going to be a diagnosis, but it's going to be a description of what's going on and it's going to mirror the health of your gut. So poor digestion is the first thing. And again, it's going to be low stomach acid, low bile production and low pancreatic enzymes. The solution to that one, by the way, it cannot be digestive enzymes. Digestive enzymes are not powerful enough. They're not specific enough to be able to break down your food appropriately. You have to work with somebody who actually knows how to heal stomach acid, how to heal bile production, and how to heal pancreatic enzymes because they're three totally different processes. They're not rocket science, but they do need to be addressed individually and in a way that's unique to them. Number two, the second thing that'll cause rain fog is congested detox pathways. So detox pathways are, I, there's actually seven of them and I dive deep into them in several podcast episodes. We'll link them in the show notes. Um, but these detox pathways are going to be things like your liver, your colon, your skin, your spleen, your lymphatic system. These are going to be the things that help get toxins from the inside of the body to the outside of your body. If any of these things aren't working because your liver is congested, which is an extremely common problem, especially when there's other toxins present, um, if you're constipated, if you have a difficulty sweating, all these things, if you're, if you're too fatigued to exercise and sweat, those things are going to lead up to a toxin buildup in the body. And that toxin buildup again is going to keep all the toxins in the bloodstream. So the brain's going to keep being antagonized. I do find that brain fog honestly is often a later symptom. By the time someone has brain fog, they've probably had 
some other problem present in their life for a while, everybody's first symptom can vary, right? The first symptom being maybe fatigue or the first symptom being some bloating or the first symptom being some food sensitivities, the first symptom being PMS. Like a lot of women I've worked with say I didn't have any health problems until my started getting my period in middle school and my periods were horrible and I got put on birth control and my gallbladder needed to be taken out five years later and all these things happen. They're all connected, but that first symptom, then the brain fog is going to happen later because the brain is so trying to be so resilient. That's number two is the congested detox pathways. Number three is going to be hidden pathogens. Hidden, I use the word hidden because doctors do not have the labs that are sensitive enough to look for these guys. So even if you've had a stool test from a doctor, blood work, they're not going to find these. We, I've had so many clients get very specific lab testing done for pathogens, and then we do the same pathogen testing, but with our more sensitive functional medicine labs, and we find the pathogens that another test by their conventional doctor said they didn't have. So they're hidden, or doctors don't even look for them, and there's a million reasons why they don't look for them, um, but for one reason or another, they think you don't have it, even though you clearly and totally do. So they're hidden in that way, and it's going to be, you know, to throw out names, H. pylori, hangs out in the stomach, lower stomach acid. That is one of the causes of low stomach acid, one of the causes. Candida overgrowth, SIBO, parasites, lots of things that people either know they have, have had in the past, have been treated once, twice, three times, but if they keep coming back, it means they weren't treated well, someone's not seeing the full picture, maybe they're still missing other pathogens that are enabling those, like mold or lime, which can be behind all these things. So you really want someone who can do a full workup and understand how all these pathogens hide and and also how all these pathogens all interact with each other. So hidden pathogens, they're going to increase leaky gut. They're going to increase inflammation that is tr and toxins that are floating around in the blood, which is going to damage the blood brain barrier and, and affect the brain. Number four is going to be heavy metals and mineral deficiencies. I do pair these together because some people have heavy metals. Some people don't, but pretty much all my clients have mineral deficiencies in the deficiencies or mineral imbalances. And the solution, you cannot magnesium your way, like magnesium supplement your way out of all these problems. And so one of the problems is that some people do know you should take minerals like magnesium or calcium or sodium or potassium or boron or, you know, selenium, like all these good, nice minerals, but they're being depleted actively, or you can't even absorb them because there's leaky gut, because there's poor digestion, because there's pathogens. So the mineral deficiency is pretty much always present with my clients who are sick and you can't supplement your way out of it. Like just just doing those minerals, you have to address the digestion and the detox and the pathogens. But if you also have a heavy metal problem and we get clients who have uranium, arsenic, lead, lead's actually the least common one, but arsenic, uranium, mercury, and aluminum being really, really high, then these additionally are going to push out the healthy minerals and make it very, very hard to have a good mineral balance in your body, let alone the fact that now you have heavy metals, which can cause their own problems. And then lastly, we have food sensitivities. Now, food sensitivities, I'm going to be very clear, they are last because food sensitivities are often a result of leaky gut. They are not always so much a cause. You can actually get food sensitivities from a damaged gut barrier and then 
you start becoming sensitive to more and more foods and you can't blame food for all your problems. You can't expect a diet to solve all your problems either. The diet is merely one piece of it. But if you have a food sensitivity, especially a primary one like gluten or dairy, and you're not getting any gut symptoms, you'll keep eating that food. It is damaging your gut, even though you have no gut symptoms, which is a very real possibility. It's called being asymptomatic, but you can start to get inflammation in the bloodstream that can cause other problems. And that's going to be everything from autoimmune conditions like Hashimoto's and rheumatoid arthritis to, to just symptoms like brain fog, because the number one symptom of a gluten sensitivity is not GI. It's not gut related. It is neurological. It's brain tissue being affected. So it's mood problems and memory problems because wheat has this very sinister and gluten itself has a very sinister problem where it can, it can cause so much inflammation. It really damages the blood brain barrier. So those are the five things that, that I am most commonly treating with my clients. And it's, they're the five exact steps that I take my clients through in the better belly blueprint, which is my signature program, taking people from a to Z of how to not just heal your gut, but your entire body. When my clients go through this, we're seeing people get rid of painful periods. They've been on, had their entire life. We've seen people get pregnant. We've seen people, um, like get rid of acne and eczema, extreme eczema and rash problems. We've seen people's brain fog go down. We've seen people's energy go way up. We've seen insomnia completely go away. We've seen food sensitivities get healed. So if you are wanting those things, you want to walk through every single step and make sure you don't just, you're not just supplementing the rest of your life and not actually absorbing the supplements because of leaky gut or not actually healing the di low digestive enzymes. You're just like taking the supplement, which doesn't heal you. Um, if you want to know, like, have I found all my pathogens? Why do I keep getting candida again? Or do I actually have candida? Whatever your questions are, the Better Belly Blueprint answers all of them because they are such common questions. And we do that through our online virtual library, lab testing that you get at wholesale pricing and lifetime access to support in our program through biweekly group coaching calls and our private Facebook group. So if you're ready to join and you want to do that, go to betterbellytherapies.com slash blueprint or click the link in the show notes. That's betterbellytherapies.com slash blueprint. And if you want a free training, if you're like, I'm not sure if I want to join, can you tell me more, Allison, about the Better Belly Blueprint? I have a free training on exactly how the Better Belly Blueprint gets you from stuck to reducing your symptoms 80% in three to six months by going to betterbellytherapies.com slash training. And you can click the link in the show notes or go to betterbellytherapies.com slash training. You do not have to be stuck in brain fog. You do need somebody to look at your whole body. You can't just take things that are marketed as supplements for your brain, because if you take those supplements and you've got poor digestion, you've got leaky gut and you've got congested detox pathways and you have hidden pathogens and mineral deficiencies and food sensitivities, you, those are, they are, they're not doing a lot for you. They cannot, any type of brain, brain fog, memory, brain health supplement cannot overcome all those problems. So if you've been on those supplements and haven't seen improvement, that's why I'm, and I want to invite you come join the Better Belly Blueprint or go watch my free training at betterbellytherapies.com slash training. That is it for today's episode. Next week, I'm going to be doing an episode on how to make decisions with brain fog because that's one of the biggest barriers that I see clients have 
when they know they have really bad brain fog is that they don't trust themselves to make decisions. They get really mired down. They stop activating. And when they stop making, like moving forward because they're so afraid, then it can really not just impair their healing, but impair their whole life. And so I'm going to, I wanted to create a special episode on how to make decisions with brain fog. I developed this honestly, when I had really bad brain fog, I've encouraged clients to use some of these tips and tricks when they're in the midst of brain fog and seen it help them and give them more confidence. So I want to give it to you too. So if you're interested in that, be sure to hit subscribe, stay in the know for this podcast. If you love today's episode, leave a rating and review. It means so much. And in the meantime, I will catch you next week. Hey friend, I hope you loved this episode. If you've been a fan for a while or newly loving this podcast, can you do me a favor? Drop into Apple Podcasts and leave me a review. When you leave a review, you do so much. You help me know you're listening. You can tell me what you're loving so I know what to make more of. And you help others by boosting this podcast so other people like you can find the podcast too. I mean, it's a win, 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 right? So if you want a way to pay it forward, just go to Apple Podcasts or click the link in my show notes and leave a rating and review. And if you want some more free stuff, just head over to my free Facebook group, betterbellytherapies.com slash Facebook, and you can get access to all of my free support for you, including some Facebook group exclusive stuff like my podcast episode vault, where you can search the Better Belly podcast by topic and find exactly what you need to expedite your healing. I cannot wait to see you in there. Catch you guys next week.